everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We have a special episode for you today. Uh, we have the return of our uh, of one of our guests uh, that we had a couple of, uh, what, a month and a half or so ago. We had, <laughs> seems like an eternity ago. It feels like <laughs> seven years ago and three weeks ago at the same time. Yes. I, I'm Phil Grinder, Rachel Wagner, and Haley Strong is here again. Thank you so much for coming back. Hi, I'm so excited to be back. Uh, I had a great time here last time, so when you asked me, I jumped on the opportunity. I was like, I don't care what movie, I'll be there. <laughs> Tell me when and where, I'll be there. Yeah, we really did have a ton of fun talking about The Bachelor, and you host a, a Bachelor podcast. I do. Uh, right. Yes. Don't hold that against me, please. <laughs> I promise I have qualities. Uh, and you've been doing this, what is it that they're doing? The time of your life? Or, uh, the Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, which is basically, if you are familiar with the Bachelor franchise, it's like if you try to mash Bachelor in Paradise with American Idol and put them all in one mansion together, like it's awkward and I have been loving it I thought I was gonna hate it uh we didn't even think we were gonna be covering it but because of the the time we are living I've got literally nothing else going on so I was like I need I need something to track my days and it's to watch The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Hearts on Monday and then podcast about it the next day (laughs) I need I needed some structure to my week and it's so sad that I had to rely on the bachelor to do yeah. that for me well hey we take what we can get these days <laughs> we really do i mean that's that is the tagline of the listen to your heart podcast yeah well so what well the reason why i thought this would be fun is that uh i had i had gone on to rob as a podcast uh in uh in, in during the holidays to talk about a lisa welter movie and uh and so i thought oh it would be really fun to cover a survivor movie with the finale of survivor uh, and we have this wonderful movie from wyatt nash uh and it's just who, who could i have come on to talk about it with me because rob is pretty busy these days uh, and <laughs> you're the perfect and you're like who has solution? terrible taste that i could convince to come on this yeah, it's right. like oh Haley, yeah totally yeah, yeah uh, i was hard more than happy to apply. <laughs> so today's gonna be a little you might call this a bonus even though we are technically talking hallmark uh it's it's a little bit a little bit bonus we're talking about uh we're gonna talk a little bit about survivor because the finale is tonight because if you're new to the podcast might not know that we the whole reason the podcast exists is because of survivor uh that amber my original co-host uh, who occasionally is on the show. She's not as much anymore, but my original co-host Amber and I, we met through Survivor and both being fans of Rob has a podcast. And, uh, and so there's that, always that kind of connection of this other thing that we both love and, or usually love, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the season, depends on the season lately, but, um, anyway, so we're going to talk a little bit for a second about Survivor uh this season and then we'll get into like cats and dogs the incredible film uh starring former survivor Wyatt Nash uh so <laughs> this has been a pretty epic season season 40 uh they had it's uh winners at war they bring back all winners all uh winner season I and mean, this is they this is a 
fabled most dreamed about people talked about all winter season for so long speculated about it i don't think anyone thought this was ever actually gonna happen yeah and then when the rumors started swirling last summer when uh the cast was about to fly out uh for season 40 and we're like oh this is happening uh and i was so excited until we got to the first episode and (laughs) my absolute favorite ever kim was in trouble i was like no, oh, no, 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 no. Everyone oh. I love is going to get voted out. And I love a majority of the cast. And I was like, oh, no, this is going to be pain every single week. And it has been. Yeah. <laughs> I think I nearly cried when, spoiler, Ethan got voted out, like, early on. I was like, no, why are they uh, doing this to me? He has to win. Yeah, the, all the old school players got voted out pretty early, which is disappointing. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, so have you felt, have you loved the season? I mean, it's been painful, but has it been a, still in a, one of your favorites or I don't know? Um, I don't know if I would rank it in my top 10 favorite seasons. And if I had to like sit down and write a list of them, uh, I don't know if I could do that in this moment, but in my heart, it's just, it's not at the top, but I am enjoying it. I am having a good time watching it. Um, I think the gameplay is super interesting and I don't actually hate the introduction of the fire tokens as much as I thought I would. And I think edge of extinction is good in this very specific set of circumstances which is there's 20 people I want to keep seeing on my television and it's a great way for me to be able to do that um I think it would have been an absolute sin if we only got one episode of Natalie for the entire season and then like that was it so Mm -hmm. I'm glad we've gotten a whole season of Natalie Anderson like what a joy that has been um and I think it's pretty cool that Everyone who was on the season is, except Sandra, obviously, is going to be a member of the jury. Uh, they're all people who've made it past the merge, right? Like, I, I'm glad that they were, they are able to be a part of the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think if you are going to do Edge of Extinction, which it's well documented, I hate Edge of Extinction, uh, but, uh, but uh, if you are going to do it, this is the season to do it. It's the one that makes the most sense as far as dramatically. And at least this time that they're doing it, they're actually giving things for the people to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the other thing that irritated me so much. You have this person coming back who ends up winning because he has an idol and he, you know, like it, and he hasn't even been playing the same game as the other players, which mm-hmm. is so unfair to me. I still think that's unfair. And I, and I totally agree, but I like at least here that you have to be able to buy idols, and I guess it's not super fair for the people who have lost it a long time and don't get to take their fire tokens into the edge of extinction, so they don't have a chance to buy an advantage yeah. or, you know, and whatever. Uh, so it's not my favorite thing ever but at least this season i care about the people who are on edge of extinction because like i have a pre-existing relationship with them yeah where the last edge of extinction season i was kind of like i don't care that much well they gave us no sense of uh, getting to know this like it's mind-boggling because it's an edited show Mm -hmm. so they could have done whatever they wanted to get us to know this person who ends up winning the game but they did nothing <laughs> it was so absurd ah, i was, it was, it was so mad i mean i i really i cried i was so mad and uh and i it was it was an affront to everything that is the game of survivor yeah it really was i mean and 
and they didn't give him anything to do. They were just sitting on the beach. He won. Yeah. He won for playing for like five days. It's, it's oh. yeah, yeah. It's something else. It's you know, it, I I try not to look deeply into the editing at this point, but I've been watching reality television for how old I've probably over 20 years at this point like it's embarrassing I am like under 30 and I've still been watching it for watching reality television for over 20 years it's been my entire it's been my life yeah so sad um (laughs) and I've been analyzing The Bachelor for like six years now and when you're when you're putting a critical eye on reality television it's hard not to pick up on the cues of the editing and I find that even watching like various tv shows with my boyfriend who is a very a new watcher of reality television he really only started watching stuff when we started dating um and so i can say to him be like this is probably what's gonna happen he's like well how do you know i'm like i just you you can see it in the story um i mean but it's just it's not like big brother where they're doing as they go along yeah they had that whole season. They knew what was the ending was going to be. This is season 38 we're talking about. That they had that whole season. They knew that was the ending. And mm-hmm. that's what they decided to do. It if is we went into the final tribal being like, there's just no way Chris can win. Because we didn't yeah. see anything from him. Not even like an, an Edge of Extinction oh. confession. Oh. Done nothing. It doesn't make any sense. And- it was it was the worst. It was an absolute affront to everything that the game stands for. I was completely outraged and and i mean i because so at least for this this game i felt like they actually gave them something to do Mm -hmm. they weren't just sitting there on the beach like what and uh and so it was definitely way better even if it took up too much time and uh and 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 hurt some of the some of the drama that you want for the for the main show and you're kind of thinking uh, you know here's all these people that i wish were in the game like that you're glad that they're there but you're yeah. also kind of kind of it sort of hurts the momentum for the players that are there in a way sure. absolutely you know and so but we ended up with we have ben denise michelle sarah and tony our final five plus the person coming back from extinction uh and hopefully they will make it very hard for that person to win because that would be very frustrating um mm-hmm. but anyway we'll see how that turns out but but anyway how do you feel about this final five um obviously if i had to hand pick a final five i don't think this would be it um i do love michelle and i do love denise and i think tony has been a very exciting player and it's just mind-boggling to me that he's made it this far again I know. I know. um and i, I coming out of game changers it was almost hard to understand sarah's game and i think she played it a pretty similar way this time around but we saw more of it which i really appreciate um so i have a new appreciation for her game um and i think if she won it could be like a fairly satisfying win um but i have a hard time looking at things from a completely objective standpoint like i'm very biased i love michelle if she doesn't win i'm gonna be devastated now (laughs) because i just have like personal like i just like her Uh so i want her to win and i get that she probably hasn't played the best game um i think she's tried but she has been on the wrong side of the vote a lot of the times and for me that's hard to um justify a win if you didn't really know if you didn't have your hand on on the on the 
on the plot most of the time. Um, but I think a, a lot of people giving her their fire tokens is a great sign um, for her jewelry management skills. Mm-hmm. And I think people would be happy to vote for Michelle because they like Michelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that in general, she's people like her and they would vote for her. I think that that really, I mean, Denise, if she makes it to the final three, I think she will win. I love Denise and I would be so happy with the Denise win. Yeah. I mean, uh, the only person I feel like if they won, I would be disappointed uh, is Ben because I just, um, I feel yeah. like watching this season completely dismantled his original win if that makes sense like it's just like oh he had to rely on some other other things than um you know a social game he hasn't been super well liked uh and it seems like he's making a lot of wrong moves um he's being blinded by just irrational hatred for some reason um and i i like survivor for the social game i find it very interesting um, to see the way all of these people are interact. And I think that's a reason why a lot of the times I'm drawn towards uh, dating and relationship shows. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to see how yeah. those dynamics form. And I think um, that applies for Survivor and Big Brother and a lot of these competition reality yeah. shows. I like to see the relationships. I mean, that's the fascinating thing because nobody wins the same way. Uh, as the each season ends up being different. And that's why it's especially frustrating when they when they add these sort of artificial shenanigans that that just that that ruin the the core of what makes the game good mm-hmm. uh it, it, so it, it ends up being frustrating to to us that have been fans for a long time especially that, in a season like this where i feel like a lot of people would have loved to get back to its core yeah i think an interesting twist on this season could have been one world just have everybody live on the same beach and have yeah. at her um but I, yeah, yeah I, I but agree. I did enjoy this. I did have a, I did have a good time watching the season. I was, uh, during some episodes during tribal, like up in my living room pacing, like you know, oh my no god, no more what's happening. Yeah, no more whispering though. Tribal, no. it's so annoying. We're at least give it. us a closed caption so we know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, come on, it because it, it ruins uh, the dynamic of like Jeff being sort of this wild card figure of mm-hmm. kind of what is he going to say, what he's going to do. So that, and that's always a lot of fun and, and I, I hate it. I hate the whispering and, um, and I, I was also very annoyed this season because I, so Sandra deciding not to stay on exile, she's not quitting. She's making a very reasonable decision. I agree with you. That is a function of this game. Yeah. She was voted out. <laughs> the, the, and, and she's just being honest. Like the chance of her, uh, you know, winning on Exile Island is very small. Yeah. And why would you want to go point? through all that no. if for a minuscule chance of making it the rest of the way? I totally get it. I don't think it's quitting. That I really irritated me. The, the people said that <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm right there with you it was not a quit i don't like do, would you consider in the edge of extinction season like wendy and keith quitting no. like i don't that's not like i don't know that's edge of extinction is a function of the game in which you can stay or you can go i think what people got like caught up in is last time you had the option to say yes or no where in this one it didn't seem like you had the option like it you weren't we didn't visually see the option of whether you can stay oh yeah 
And I think that might have been like the little cog in people's brain be like, well, then she quit. She put up, no, like she could put the flag up at any time. That is a function of ex- edge of extinction. Yeah. So if Tony wins, is he the greatest ever? I don't know. I mean, his first one was so unlikely and he yeah. pulled it off. I think now it's- to win against all these other winners and it's still pretty yeah. unlikely. It's, it's definitely oh gosh is he the greatest i don't know it really depends on what you define as greatest is he the greatest i don't know maybe i guess i haven't really thought of i haven't yeah. really put much thought into it his game definitely has been, exciting I think, I, <laughs> I think his game has been excellent this yeah uh, this time uh and uh and still so, so entertaining so fun uh so i i am to admit i'm pulling for him i think it would be such a fun I, I would just I just love the guy I think he's great yeah, so. yeah he's a lot of fun to watch um, uh, I'm, I'm so I'm so glad he made it this far in the season yeah. uh, I was actually on one of the um, Rob has a podcast preseason podcast in which we talked about Natalie Jeremy Sarah and Tony yeah. and I said like man it would be fun to see Tony go far but like what what is that path like it doesn't yeah. make any sense it doesn't make any sense for him to be like not voted out first yeah and here yeah, he is and, and, yeah and he's 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 done so go, so well so yeah. well um and i also so yes adam did a good job he was fun but in in the in the whole patron group it, it was way overkill the people were saying like he's one of the top 10 characters to ever play the game i'm like uh calm down i mean yes it was funny he thought that the the thing was the uh, <laughs> on the yeah you call that was that wasn't an idol but i don't know i'm really not feeling him the way that everybody was talking i'm like calm down again i think it's because adam is so close to the community Mm -hmm. he feels like one of us and so i think people are going to give a lot more stock than maybe he um like he was fine i I, like i I love i love adam i think he's great and i think he'd be a great hang um but (laughs) But are you putting him in the top tier of characters with Tony? Like, I just don't think that's no the case. No but, like, way. do you want to hang out with Tony? Like, I don't know. That would give me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> He's just so much. I know. But, like, I yeah. want to hang out with Adam. Yeah. He's fun. Yeah. And, like, not necessarily chill, but, like, on the same wavelength, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has there been anybody else that, when we'll move on? But has there been anybody else that, that of these winners that has surprised you? They're not played as well as you'd hoped or played better than you hoped? Uh, any surprises? Um, I, I, of course, hope Kim would just steamroll. Um, yeah. And her back was against the wall a lot. And I think she made uh, some errors. And I, I just don't know what she could have done honestly right at the beginning I feel like she just was on the wrong side of the numbers and never really picked it back up um and she my, was actually my winner pick also yeah and uh and she just got that stupid poker pack thing yeah and could never quite dig out of it I felt like my dream alliance was Kim and Sophie um so I'm I'm sad they weren't able to just like bring it together and mm-hmm. really um you know, play together, but I did have a good time watching Sarah and Sophie together. Those are just two unlikely people for mm-hmm. an alliance, uh, in my eyes. And I thought they worked really well together. And 
We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast are the good folks over at Sundance Now. This is an amazing streaming service that you can have. We have a pre-packaged world when it comes to TV. We're spoon-fed reality junk. You know that? Certainly know I that, know what right? that's like. Yeah. Competitive dating shows <laughs> and singers behind masks. <laughs> There's so much of it. But we need stories with thought behind them. You can only have so much. You agree. I, you know what? I do need to take a break from yes. my reality TV yes. once in a while for some wonderful series and storytelling. Don't you want something good for your TV soul? I know I do. Yeah. It's, I, you know what? I don't, it's, it's that I don't know that I want it, but I, I need it. Yes. I need that kind of thing. And this is the perfect time to get Sundance Now. Sundance Now is an ad-free streaming service created by AMC Networks for people who appreciate thought-provoking storytelling and fresh perspectives. If meaningful shows are your escape, then Sundance Now is the destination. Sundance Now offers true crime series, dramas, thrillers from all over the world. Their original series, McMafia, State of the Union and The Cry have received international praise and awards. You can stream Sundance Now on all your favorite devices. Just download the app or watch online and discover exclusive shows from around the world instantly. And one of the things that the Hallmark fans will really enjoy in Sundance Now is they have an entire section of romances. So perfect, including you can watch the latest version of Wuthering Heights which is all kinds of drama. And so there's some really, really, really good stuff that people will, will really enjoy. Sundance Now is available for as low as $4.99 a month. So a steal, great price. That's that is an, an excellent price. Yeah, for award-winning content. And right now you can get uh, Sundance Now, your new streaming obsession. With, go to SundanceNow.com, use promo code Hallmarkies. That's Sundance Now dot com code hallmarkies for 30 days of free streaming sundancenow.com code hallmarkies all right well let's talk about like cats and dogs so it's pretty fun so this movie stars wyatt nash who we in the survivor world knows matt elrod mm -hmm. who played survivor on season redemption island which is the big shining season for boston rob and uh, i guess i don't know he seems like he is just he just wanted to completely start anew. He had all that time spent on Redemption Island. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to change my name. I'm <laughs> so weird, right? I don't know what it is, but it just like, I don't, it just kind of weirds me out for some reason. Yeah. Um, uh, on his IMDb page, I guess why is his middle name, but where did Nash come from? Is he from Nashville or something? I don't know. Does it say in his biography? at all or there is no oh yeah biography? yeah first name is matthew wyatt elrod but adopted the name wyatt nash his middle name plus nash for his birth city nashville is the stage name. oh it's a pretty good name it is a solid name he, wyatt nash do you think he did exclusively because he didn't want his acting career tied to survivor i think so i mean that's I, just a guess. I think so too yeah I think, I mean, I guess it lot. makes sense because there is a certain degree of stigma still about like reality mm -hmm. TV people. Yeah, for and, sure. You know, making the transition over. And he's, I mean, he's built himself a, a nice little career. I'm uh, very impressed by his uh, IMDb page. Yeah. I mean, he's on Riverdale. He was in Ford v. Ferrari, small role last year. Really? 
Yeah. That's crazy. I yeah. do remember my dad is a big fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I was watching it with him one day, and I was like, that guy looks super familiar. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out to be, it turned out to be Matt Elrod. I was like, oh, yeah. sorry, checks out here. He's on Glow, which was on uh, the um, FX, I think. Netflix. I thought it was or, Netflix. Oh, it was Netflix. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I didn't and... watch any of these things. <laughs> I, I haven't either. But uh, hey, I mean, I watched Ford for Ferrari, but this uh, one is hilarious to me. Flowers in the Attic Two: Petals on the Wind. Now that <laughs> Flowers in the Attic was a book I never read, but I did yeah. work in a library as a teen, uh-huh. so I read the book, the back of a lot of VA Andrews novels, and was just like wow people people are into this kind of stuff they're, i guess they're hardcore yeah um and he was on the epic film uh for hallmark the bridge part one and two so much that it had to be separated into two parts so why is uh, it such an epic movie tell me, <laughs> tell me more I, well it's you can watch uh, the robin um uh did a whole uh podcast all about it about the oh, bridge part one and two uh and yeah and it's the the woes of the bookstore that's being uh being driven out of uh out of existence and the family and faith ford is in it and uh and he has Which, a romance and hope and faith i loved hope and faith yeah no i love faith ford ted mcginley is in it it's all kinds of drama steve <laughs> that's hilarious you know i i was i was talking with my boyfriend recently about what um a plot point bookstores are in movies um because i made him watch you've got mail and Uh and Notting hill recently and he's like what is with these bookstores like no one even goes to bookstores anymore i'm like i'm gonna have to check out the bridge then in fairness those movies are pretty old (laughs) i mean great point great point uh but yeah i mean that is the ironic thing about you've got mail is that uh is that now the it's the fox store the big store that would be hurting and doing bad these days uh yeah compared to the the little store which might actually have sort of a niche following kind of a thing but uh uh but yeah the uh i mean the, the thing that makes you've got mail the best out of any of those kind of films is that she actually loses the store there's so many save the save the save the whatever movies Mm -hmm. for hallmark or romantic comedies or whatever and and they're usually not very good because there's no stakes because you don't believe for a second that that the store or the farm or the you know whatever (laughs) it is is actually gonna close (laughs) and but in you got mail it actually did and she has to deal with it and she has to figure out a whole new career and what she wants out of her life and that makes it so much better and uh so anyway but the bridge it gets it gets pretty pretty tense bridge part one and part two that's wild that there's two parts of that yeah (laughs) and and i guess they released the first part and at christmas and they were going to wait until the whole next christmas to release part two and people were so upset about it and they wanted to know how it was all going to turn out that they 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 relented and released it over easter they were like we're gonna give you, you serious yeah <laughs> like released after yeah. oh my god which is hilarious, hilarious. <laughs> like fine we'll give it to you <laughs> yeah and you know what i did love that this movie was a really springy feeling movie yeah. and i did do some light research on on this movie which i don't usually do for <laughs> not anything um and i did see it was like a, a like a spring release there was like 
four movies last year yeah. the year before so spring were... fever this was yeah. uh, 2017 spring fever because i just when i think of hallmark movies i think christmas, christmas of course That's what, you know um so i did like the spring feeling uh something else i found in my research was that a star of like cats and dogs cassidy gifford is the daughter of yep. kathy lee gifford i was like oh my god <laughs> Yes, that's right. Wild. Some light nepotism <laughs> in the Hallmark world, eh? Yeah. Yep. And uh, and it's directed by Ron Oliver, who is a king of directors for Hallmark. He has done uh, many, 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 many films for them. And uh, and I guess it's also written, co-written by him. And uh, he, he usually is a, he's a very classy guy. He's a great Instagram follower. If you, if you want to follow him, he, he's very entertaining in his posts and and uh and i think he he does bring sort of a class a style to the movie that that's fun i think the movie kind of clips along at a pretty nice little pace and uh overall i i enjoyed i think it's a cute movie what did you think overall um I would say I liked it. I didn't love it. When I was on mm-hmm. the podcast last time, we talked about reality of love and I, I loved that movie yeah. for some reason where this, it just felt, um, very by the book and I knew it yeah. was going to happen. And I think that's fair. And you get into these movies knowing that's what it is. Um, I just had some questions about some of the legalities of what was going on yeah. in the movie. Maybe. <laughs> we'll talk about all of that i had some like severe quite like serious questions i'm like uh is this is this legal like what if someone got murdered um uh, it's by no means an all-time classic but it's yeah it was a fun little watch sure yeah 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 it was a nice to put on like in the afternoon have a great time watching it yeah um another thing i noticed in my research was that there is some discrepancy over what the lead woman's name is in the movie um because i've read laura i've read laura and i've read lola and i will admit for a majority of the movie i did think her name was laura until the art show on the spoiler for those who are like watching alongside (laughs) watching the movie alongside listening to the podcast for some reason um when she gets the art show and yeah. like they have her name on the poster board i was like okay it is laura <laughs> yeah i mean i i'm so bad with all of these hallmark movies most of the time i'm just like that's white nash and cassidy. <laughs> yeah. i yeah, like i fair. don't even care like oh cassidy went over there okay good <laughs> but uh but yeah no that's true and so basically the the, the setup of the movie is that uh cassidy uh owns a dog named frank and uh, white nash owns a cat named mozart and they both rent for two weeks this house on a lake in uh, i forget where it is uh in a vacation town place it's not very like new england to me yeah and they show up and turns out they both rent the same place and there's nowhere else there's no hotels there's nowhere else to go and they get there and they they see a whole wall of couples on the wall and oh it didn't even clue into me what that was oh really yeah no 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 not at all i i think i have like some light face blindness um (laughs) yeah because it was just like oh it's just the same couple over and over but it wasn't it's the one thing that's so funny about hallmark movies is that they love photographers 
next to bakers and cook and like chefs is photographers is the most popular career for a woman to have this was just a hobby though at first she wasn't going to show anyone her photos even better even more romantic i guess more idealistic that she's like a a photographer but doesn't really realize it and then comes to comes to understand her artistic value through the course of the film that's even better than her being a photographer to start out with uh so yes so she's a photographer he is so she's just there to visit her friend Uh uh-huh so i mean there's a lot of things that are a little bit weird if you think about it first of all she why would she get a house that big just to go visit her friend for two weeks that's pretty plush pretty nice like if i'm i mean i i'd be getting like as a single person i'd be getting like an airbnb one room with like a little burner i'm fine (laughs) i would be like can i not stay with you like if you came to visit me you could stay with me why can't i just stay with you like i don't care (laughs) well she ends up she ends up sleeping on the smallest sofa known to man so maybe that was the problem (laughs) yeah like they had already they trans made their uh spare bedroom into a like a nursery like i don't know yeah throw a litter mattress in there (laughs) yeah why are you going for two weeks that seems like a long time Uh, oh very long time yeah so there's things that are a little bit a little bit interesting and he his his side makes more sense a total sense this is great i love this from him (laughs) because he's writing his dissertation about the science of love uh, and he's sent by his girlfriend to go to the house to write his dissertation. And so it's like, okay, that's a little, I've heard of people doing that. Just writing dissertations is hard, whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it is kind of, it is kind of hilarious that they give But you bring this, your like, cat to that? Like, I can't bring your dog. I feel like a lot of Airbnbs would be a lot more welcome to people bringing their dog than bringing their cat. Yeah, I'm not an animal. I don't own any, so I don't know that. Do you do you have animals? I have a cat. Um, That's interesting. Why are cats more sort of high maintenance in general? I um I I got a cat because I find them more low maintenance. Um, I'm like I I like cats and dogs, but I find to find myself leaning to more towards cats um cats you can kind of just if you wanted you could probably just like leave a bowl of food out for two weeks and be like have a great time seeing a few mm-hmm. like you wouldn't do that pet activists please do not at me i would not do that but it's easy like it's easier on vacate like to vacate mm-hmm. okay that makes um, sense but i find but i think people would be nervous that they'd like scratch the furniture or something mm. i don't know i just find the world is a lot more accepting to dogs than cats yeah yeah like i, I want to walk my cat around the neighborhood but people would judge mm-hmm. me for some reason so what do you think of uh of white nash's character he basically he starts out he's he's got more luggage than her he is only eating raw i he, i just have a, this girlfriend named susan he loves now, nobody records. nobody in any movie has ever married a susan <laughs> Right. Not even in Desperately right. Seeking Susan, which I'm sure. not sure is a movie or a TV show. It is. It is. But I think it's Madonna. Is the, but, okay, well. I, I, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, he, he loves his record player and his classical records. It's very <laughs> flat to me for the first 
how long was this movie like an hour and a half it's an hour yeah it's about an hour and 22 minutes yeah for the first hour his character felt very flat to me yeah um it was very much like pizza why well, I, I could never eat pizza oh when i go to the grocery store i meal plan yeah like she's, you're such a weirdo and she's How like well pizza she's what like well uh, i meal plan sometimes i get ties sometimes i get indian sometimes i got pizza and it's like okay yeah, so she's like the free spirit because she only has one thing of luggage she and and she, and she orders dog, pizza and she works for her parents accounting firm but like that's not like her thing yeah she and doesn't know she, what she wants to do and she feels so much pressure because her parents love each other like girl that's not how that works <laughs> i know and get, she's like no you don't like, get problems from that she's quesara sara sara and she's like, I, see, I can't be in a relationship my parents are a healthy one and i don't know how to deal it's like, what are you talking about we're like spencer's character that made sense he was like i'm very straight laced because my parents were not and i am like course correcting by getting a phd because my parents uh couldn't like live in one place yeah so we find out so the owner of this house uh, ellen davis is her name and ellen she made them fill out this very elaborate application in order to stay at the house wants to know their favorite colors their favorite and and i guess maybe she would put them together because they're like an opposites attract kind of a thing but on the surface you're you like both love casablanca though plus like isn't it kind of a risk the fact that he's with another person and is in an established relationship there's, there's like, a lot of risks here <laughs> none of which question. were considered yeah i mean he, he has the demeanor of a serial killer and you cannot tell me he doesn't <laughs> no he does i love records don't you oh i am studying yeah. love I love you, Susan. I only eat raw foods. <laughs> like you seem like you seem like you stabbed someone. Before. Yeah, like everybody in Hallmark movies is that way, though. I do have to say that, <laughs> that I always say there's the Hallmark or horror. That if you had a di- if you had a different score, it would be a horror movie. Uh, and it's it's like um uh, on How I Met Your Mother, they have this thing called the Dahmer versus Doppler, and in you know in in uh, in uh doppler in say anything he stands out with the with the uh uh boom box playing music for her but if if you didn't like him that would be creepy and weird and so horror funny. movie right it yeah dahmer jeffrey dahmer and so and that is true about all romantic comedies great but, great point yeah but he this is pretty exceptional <laughs> he lays it on pretty thick here They're, and like also they have to stay in the same house together like the only the only time i've ever stayed in the same house with strangers was when i signed up for university residence and they were strangers for one day and i still had a separate room that i could lock the door yeah the bathroom schedule seemed similar i mean you have to schedule your bathroom time with one other person and also that person's only allowed three bathroom visits per day (laughs) Well, also, there's absolutely no way this giant house would not have had a master suite. Honestly. Or like a half bath, at least. Like, there's no powder room here. That same bath. Come on, Ellen, you couldn't have put one powder room in this. I know. You're rich and we know it. You own an art gallery, but you can't buy one toilet and one sink from Ikea. 
right? It's not that I, expensive. Right. Yeah. So there's lots of questions about Ellen but and just this. like just endless, endless, endless questions. <laughs> Usually I'm pretty good at suspending my disbelief and just like getting lost in the movie. Yeah. But here there's just so many things where I'm like, yeah because it is a, it's a classic romantic trope to have two people stuck together that don't want to be together mm-hmm. and then end up falling in love so that's classic but the fact that they added this sort of matchmaker element to it is pretty uh she's done this before this was not an oh and she like pretend you know i'm fine with spencer i am fine with laura ellen is the real sociopath here <laughs> i think so this is not yeah. the first time she's done this. She has, on multiple occasions, taken money from people and then put them in this same little house. I'm like, oh, what an accident this is, my yeah. friends. Oh, guess there's nowhere else in town. Guess you have to stay. Oh, yeah, of course I'll refund half. Oh, my God. Like, of course. <laughs> like, yeah. w- one person it's gets a, a little daddy. She's 100%. She's sure. confident in the magic of the house. That's that's the key. Because unfortunately for Ellen, her husband has has died. Uh, yeah. I'm very sorry for her loss. Um, and she couldn't live in the house anymore. So that's why she rented it. Mm-hmm. She promised her husband that it would always be filled with love. So then she sets up strangers who might not want to yeah. be set up in yeah. this house. I mean, frankly, I, I would have made it like a, a more of like a beach cottage as opposed to this like swanky, new, really nice. Like, yeah, uh, it, it doesn't really quite <laughs> make sense. Yeah, it doesn't have that like built with their own two hands. And yeah. Like a love story vibe. Yeah. Like an English cottage that they have yeah. to like, like <laughs> like give me an ocean view maybe there was and i've also yeah. been playing a lot of sims lately because um i am out of work because of covid <laughs> so I, at least in the sims i have a job yeah but i recently bought the expansion pack uh sims cats and dogs and i was playing that while watching this movie and it was like a weird it was like a weird thing for me because this movie had like such a spotlight on cats and dogs and so did this like one aspect of the game but the neighborhood that comes along with since cats and dogs sorry this is like out of it's very similar to this like seaside town so i was like am i am i playing this movie right now maybe i should make that like a little family (laughs) be the setup person i think we good yeah anyway she's also a lot i mean if if very pushy she has an agenda and she wants she does and and if you are trying to make this situation work where you're staying with this person listen to your headphones come on and she's like oh i don't like headphones i'm like what are you 11 like yeah like let's all try here let's all just make an effort he's trying to write his dissertation for goodness sakes and you're just like hanging out because you can't deal with the accounting anymore that you could take a vacation i again i'm very perplexed um i also don't understand why they immediately decided to go shopping together i mean yeah i, I or would like still why buy my would, own groceries yeah if like I was why in would situation. why would they be like all right let's pick what we want and like split it's like i don't know you i know i'm like getting my own milk i'm getting my own stuff and uh, i'm buying in- 45 frozen pizzas if i want to because <laughs> it's on my bill yeah that's right like don't tell me what to do spenny and she she has the audacity to get the ingredients for s'mores 
and he's like those chemicals <laughs> what like a what a plot point s'mores was somehow i know and even don't get Susan, me wrong i love s'mores susan but... sees the s'more stuff and she's like oh. she's offended by chocolate <laughs> chemicals <laughs> what is happening yeah <laughs> susan needs needs a break yeah i think i think um, susan needs a s'more that's what did, she needs were they they felt like siblings to me susan and 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 spenny Spenny. Um, it was just that was the (laughs) why were her parents so involved in this i because he they're like funding the the his dissertation or something weird like they her parents i think were paying for the house for him to be there i think it says at the beginning maybe i'm wrong hmm that's but weird and interesting i guess <laughs> and oh, then so sudden- they sent him on a sex vacation <laughs> yes. and then, listen so- listen spencer we know susan's you know a tool why don't i send you send to this you murder here. cottage <laughs> so you can make out yeah. with a hottie yeah he, he says he's free-spirited he, he says that she tosses her hair all the time walking around the house being all cute I'm like what? what? Oh my god! <laughs> um, like I have there's there's just so many things where I'm just genuinely and deeply perplexed. What did you think of a strange person, Tyler? He was another. Oh my possible. god! Do they does the person who like writes these movies? Do they like men at all, or do they hate them? Because yeah. it feels like they hate them. I, I don't want to speak for Ron Oliver. I don't know. I mean, it's written by a man, so. I guess He's so. a gay man, but I don't know um, <laughs> what that says. Yeah, but. Tyler sucked. He, oh, hey, whatever your name is. Um, <laughs> was such a weird character. Wh- what happened to that guy who you were living with who sucked? How did the baby yeah. shower go? Did it ruin everything as you planned? Okay, and thank you, Haley, for bringing me to that point. <laughs> so you're just going to plan a baby shower in like four days and just invite Look, everyone? it's not even that. She's staying over there that night. And she's like, her friend's like, well, why don't you plan my, why don't you single run? Why don't you plan my, the baby shower? Yeah. And then, and she manages to get all those balloons up and all those stuff. Like that was it. And getting their friends to come out, like those friends were ready to go for instant baby shower. They were just like on the horn. Like it was like, I don't know. It just, the baby shower is this day. We just don't know where it is. Yeah. Like we'll tell you the morning of, um, and then like, there's nothing in this rental agreement about not throwing a party. Cause like, I feel like there should be. Yeah. I mean, especially if she wants her plans of them getting together to work out, you don't want to have a party. She should have a lot more limitations of what they could do personally. (laughs) I mean, I felt very anxious during this part. Um, I felt very bad for Spencer. Um, I hate when my things get broken. It makes me very sad. Um, yeah, because she very breaks sad for him in this moment. The it's record like player gets record. broken with record the record anymore. No, and he says, "You hate planning. And I hate surprises. There's nothing to work out." So it's pretty tense. Oh my gosh! And- Just two people who can never be together. One who loves planning and one who loves surprises. And and this is I'm going as far away from this house as possible so like <laughs> going to her friends basically oh yeah okay <laughs> but then they find mozart and frank under the bed and they decide 
you know what? This they turned real fast. <laughs> this turned <laughs> if so they much can get along. Thing, yeah, then I would, we can get along. I, uh, I mean, <laughs> I will say I did. Like, I find often in these movies, like the man is like the chill, cool dog owner, and the woman is like the uptight cat owner. So I like the switch there. Yeah. Why are cat owners always portrayed as uptight? Like, we're, mm-hmm. we're fun, man. Yeah, that's true. And you hardly ever have cats in movies anyway. I don't know. Maybe they're just more difficult to have on set. I don't I would, know. I would guess that, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I did think that this movie had, like, a little bit of comedy in ways that you don't always see in Hallmark movies. Uh, between I laughed. I, yeah. There was a couple parts I laughed. Can I remember those parts? No, I can't. <laughs> No, but just like points in the dialogue, and I give that probably credit to Ron Oliver because he's good at that. It kind of uh, them squabbling. I thought there were some funny parts, uh, and uh, and just some uh, I don't know, just some pretty 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 fun uh, banter back and forth between the two of them. And then I also thought that it was nice they had like a really pretty early kiss for this movie. Yeah, yeah, I. Because times Hallmark movies, it's the last thirty seconds of the mm-hmm. movie. That's the only kiss you get. No, and we built it, we built up to this a little, a little more. I also got very anxious when he was lying to his girlfriend. I have a hard time not being anxious watching like every movie yeah. ever. Um, and when she showed up, I was like, Are, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah. she's in the shower. She's nude. She's nude. She's <laughs> gonna come out." <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so they see the dog and the cat getting along. So they're like, we should get along. And so then they're exercising together. He's like making his green drink and she's drinking it. And so things are just so good. Yeah, uh, you know she, what? That was cute. I like that. She takes she got more into photography. Yeah. And she... His, her and first she, portrait of a human is, is of him. But then so. she goes like over the line by taking pictures of like children that she doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is maybe, like, not where you should be going with this. Yeah. Um, but she gets him a new record, and it's... Very cute. And he says, you don't... And he says, you don't just hear the music, you hear the heartbeats. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so um, then they dance to Stardust, and it's pretty fun. And then, so, now I'm... Conf- at what point... So this is when the girlfriend comes in, when Susan arrives, and then he leaves with Susan, and then she's just kind of, like, left by herself, right? Yeah, so, yeah, basically, I mean, so Wyatt Nash, she tells Ellen that it's the best thing that's ever happened, uh, and uh, he finishes the dissertation, he's super excited, the chemistry of love, and uh, he gets it now he understands the chemistry of love that's right and that's when that's when big big mouth tyler says yeah hey did you did you (laughs) did you finally get rid of that cat guy (laughs) (laughs) whoever calls to be a cat guy with the baby shower yeah so tyler was a total dweeb he really was a buzzkill and then like he was okay and again here i feel like Spencer stormed out and I thought he was going to be a lot more mad than he actually was and then um Laura catches up with him and then he's like not that mad yeah and when that's when we get the kiss actually he's like I thought you hated me no I don't hate you (laughs) it's dramatic very dramatic beautiful and then again Ellen is like an enforcer and she forces Laura into taking a job at the art studio yeah and she tells uh 
the, she tells uh, uh, um, Cassie tells uh, Wyatt says it has it, it was something I that uh, it says uh, it, it was, no he says it was something I told myself so I wouldn't do this and that's when he kisses and he says it's not <laughs> just a series of chemical reactions it's so oh much more <laughs> yeah very very romantic I mean so romantic I just and, wish somebody would have said that to me in my life. Wow. And she, I know, it's setting the bar very high. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, so she, and that's when she says, that she's like, I don't know. I have this thing about commitment. And he's like, well, what? Your parents are, you know, dysfunctional? No, they're so great. They're, they're too for years. Like, what? <laughs> I won't be the person to come between you and Susan. And uh, Susan sucks, girl. Like... Yeah, I think that this was a smart role for Cassie to take because mm-hmm. for the most part, she's up for it. But I think that when she tried to go sort of dramatic and was crying, it wasn't the best. Is there a lot of money in doing a lot of Hallmark movies? I have no idea. I honestly don't. I have no idea how much they're paid. Um, and, I mean, obviously, your Candace Cameron Bray's, your Lacey Chabert's, your are going to yeah. m- make more and your big name christmas movies are going to be more uh, but i but, feel um, like even if you did like three of these movies a year like you're doing okay like i yeah. feel like you're doing enough right i don't know i feel I, like it's getting like in hallmark it. movies is like a good career path i yeah i have i it seems like it i mean they have to make it worth their while for people to do it so yeah um but i but yeah i i would love to know how much they get paid i i honestly i i'm so curious about that but i don't know um but anyway and so uh she's she's very upset Mm -hmm. she's crying he's talking to his cat uh and that's when susan calls but he totally ignores the call and uh he basically is like practicing his goodbyes to cassidy and uh and how he's gonna leave and he's like i just want you to know i don't want to say goodbye and that's right when susan shows up and she's like i left you a message yesterday <laughs> you didn't and even pick me up at the train station yeah like, you didn't text three days you didn't think to text and be like hey i'm coming to visit yeah and at this time like you said earlier she's uh cassie's in the bathroom that they share the hallway bathroom so she comes out in a bathrobe and it's all kinds of scandal so <laughs> But whose but dog is, like, is this? Because yeah. because Spencer was lying to Susan this whole time, saying that yeah. the lodge, like the the accident, and the person staying with him was like some old man with a gross dog, and he, that they left, and then Susan shows up and sees this gross dog, and like it's not actually a gross dog; it's a super cute dog. Yeah. Still, I'd be pissed if I were Susan. <laughs> well, and but then Susan, she's like so judgy. It's hilarious. She's it, like what is this he's really let himself go the fact that there's uh, s'mores toppings and then she's looking at the pizza and she's like what is going on and then they're like leaving and i don't know if they're at the train station or something he's like i'm hungry i'm gonna get a piece of pizza and she's like yeah pizza he's like i'm hungry it's like yeah it's like one piece of pizza (laughs) yeah it's like if he was eating nothing but like i don't know uh, a gas station hot dogs yeah like 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 he's not chowing down on 7-eleven taquitos and like calling out a right. diet yeah how dare he <laughs> oh my god he's let himself go he's lost cause and then uh, she, but, but 
Kat, or uh, Laura finds herself drinking a green juice by herself and being like, I know. Oh, I miss Spencer. He makes a great <laughs> green juice. Yeah. And then she goes on another date with Tyler and he's he's basically saying the same things that she had said earlier. She's like, I don't know where I'm going to be in five days. And she's like, oh no. And <laughs> uh, and she listens to Stardust. And then he gives his presentation, uh, but it's not the same. He doesn't have that that spirit of the. I like that that presentation didn't yeah. go well. Yeah, I thought that like like you said earlier with um, in you've got mail with the bookstore closing. I like that he didn't end up getting yeah. that PhD. I agree. Yeah, I mean, how could he? He's not with his love. No, not he with the love have, of his life. He wasn't presenting the chemistry that love yeah. takes in that. Yeah. Um. So it's yeah, be a, a complete failure without her. I mean, we know this. So uh, and then there's this art show that apparently Laura planned in the last, like. <laughs> I, yeah so ellen five had to eight days yeah so it's been two weeks so ellen had her repaint the art studio for a special exhibit and had her taking all these photos inspired her and she, she did she ended, steal her camera chip or what and her parents end up coming i forget how that ended up working uh but uh so it turns out it's her exhibit of her oh work she's the guest uh, and ellen's like you really should move here you can work at the studio with me it'll be amazing so that's and she doesn't know how to tell her parents that she has to quit the accounting firm yeah. well don't you worry things have been made <laughs> easy for her her yes. parents come and say at her art show I feel like my parents would have waited until a moment that was not in public to tell me I was out of a job. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, just like, we're I retiring. Mean, Congratulations. We, we sold the accounting firm and we're going to go on vacation. Yeah. And she's like, oh. I mean, my. and she's this, like, they're like, don't worry. We put it aside, like, I don't know, 60 grand to help you. She's like, they, oh, mom and dad, like, <laughs> you ruined me for love forever. How yeah. dare you? It's like, Cause, girl. Cause, yeah. Because they know that anyone that gets bequeathed the life of a photographer is is going to be happy with that. It's going to be a good life. That's it's a what money you maker. Want. That's the dream. It definitely doesn't all come to a, a crash around your feet. Oh, when there's a global pandemic, yeah. you can't photograph anything because <laughs> you can't go outside. I know. I mean, it's uh, it's it, a very stable career. I've it heard. is. It is. It's it's the dream life. Right along and... with uh, events and hospitality. Let me tell you <laughs> that right here, right now. Yes. And so so she is going to be a photographer and is going to be super happy. Mm-hmm. And he fails his presentation, like you yep. said. He breaks up with Susan, Great. of course. Great move. And uh, he he shows up at the house uh, and they he says, I need to do a new presentation. And there they are now on the wall. It's like a... <laughs> It's like the uh, the 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 wall of photos and get out. You know, where, where oh, I didn't see it, but like I get it, I get it. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. But and like somewhere along the way, I think when I think when Laura's like at the art studio, she finds like a box of all these applications that are like clipped together, and her and Spencer's is one of them. And like at that point, you don't like put it down quietly and get out and never talk to this woman again but no you're like agreeing to work no, with her no she, she's like 
well, it didn't work this time. She's kind of annoyed. And, and yeah, she's Ellen's like, like wait like, and see. Not, it, she's like, oh yeah, it didn't work this time. And not like, you could have set me up to be a murder victim. Yeah. Like yeah. you took my personal information and messed around with it. Yeah. To like set me up. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know if, like, what if she was like, hey, this guy's mm-hmm. cute, but like, I'm a lesbian. Like, I don't want to be with this guy. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, the things like that, uh, you know, <laughs> there's, they, they, those, those don't, uh, this is the like this is an alternate timeline where things yeah. like that don't exist i guess <laughs> there's no lesbians like murder no, or lesbians no murderers there's no <laughs> i'm fine with there being no murderers but i feel like there should be at least a few lesbians i think so <laughs> especially if you're gonna be an artist let's be real yeah uh, like let's get a couple of lesbians in here have so. a great that would make the movie so much better if yeah. if laura was like oh i thought we were just friends I am a lesbian. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in love with my friend Rose, who right. like that's that's her problem throughout the movie. Like I I'm so in love with my friend Rose, and now she's pregnant. Yeah, well, <laughs> that would be very uncomfortable. Call me Hallmark. I, yeah. Let's let's <laughs> make a let's make a movie together. Uh, so uh, yes. Uh, so overall, I think this is a cute movie. I enjoy it. I like I said, I think it actually is pretty. It has a little bit of funny banter that you don't always see. And I think uh, overall, it's just, a, it's just a sweet, funny little movie. But I, I don't think that they have, like, the best chemistry. If they had, like, better chemistry, <laughs> no. I think that it would be, I would really, really like it. I would yeah. really enjoy it. And if I could, like, forget, like, how insane the premise is. Ellen is. Yeah. I'm not even, like, the premise to me is, like, like, I mistakes happen like this is not great yeah but the fact that ellen like purposely makes this happen is very uncomfortable to me <laughs> and it's very hard yeah. for me to push that aside i get that this is a movie <laughs> and like they're gonna fall in love but yeah. as a perpetually anxious person i'm not happy with ellen's <laughs> actions in this movie first of all yeah she has privacy issues obviously because she basically ripped laura's camera out of her hand to look at her pictures she's like well let me see and yeah. she's like, i never show anyone she's like you're showing me like what if there is nudes on there right again this is an alternate timeline <laughs> i guess so where things like that don't exist True. <laughs> people don't take photos like that. no there's no nudes in uh, and so she can just be her little you know mat- matchmaker self and uh what a creeper like I'm so people in their lives <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's a total Dahmer versus doppler thing <laughs> like it totally is and and uh, <laughs> and she uh uh, yeah, it it it's really not that far out from being a, another house and get out. Like there are multiple families that are involved in that in that movie. <laughs> it's upsetting. <laughs> yeah, like and she puts the photos on the wall. Like what? I just what if a couple wanted to rent that? Did she say no to couples? I evidently. I have a lot of questions. I just have I just have so many questions. And 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 like how many she couples doesn't even care. But that's the thing, she doesn't even care. He is in a couple. I guess so. She doesn't even care. I mean, is she willing to break up marriages because she mm-hmm. believes her powers are so strong? And like do you ever watch Are You the One? I've heard of it, but no. It's great. Definitely watch it. <laughs> okay, good. 
but they use like matchmakers to like match people up. I guess that's the same for married at first sight too. But it's like, do I want to be matched up with somebody who has my exact interests? Or like, how does she know that in this instance, opposites attract? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but at least in a, in married at first sight, they're willing participants in the match. Great point. Excellent point. In all of those instances, people signed up for that. This nobody nobody signed up for this. This is twisted. This is sick and twisted of Ellen. She is an insane person and belongs in jail 100%. So, we have some Twitter comments, just a few about the movie. So, there is a uh, so Terry Wilson gave a comment of it's adorable. She's an author and she's done a bunch of novelizations, but there is a novelization of this book by Alexis Stanton. Uh, I mean, of this movie by Alexis Stanton. And so, yeah, if you want to learn more about this story, if you want to dive in further, then there's a novelization available. <laughs> I do want to do that. I am true. I am mind blown. Yeah. I'm mind yeah. blown that people yeah. take, these movies and make them into that's amazing amazing work i'm going to do <laughs> yeah. that's amazing we'll have your review when you finish it come back on the podcast okay yeah okay All where right. do i find it again so you can find it on amazon we'll put a link in the description like cats and dogs it's a novelization of the movie by alexis stanton from hallmark publishing <laughs> hallmark has their own publishers yeah they sure do this is amazing yeah <laughs> And, uh, and so then we also have Georgia, our good friend. She says, it's ridiculous and I love it. And then Trisha says, I love it. It's so cute. It's one of my favorite Hallmark movies. So there we go about like cats and dogs out of five crowns. How many crowns would you give like cats and dogs? I'm sorry. I got to do 2.5. Okay. Yeah. There was some aspects of the movie I did enjoy. I love a rom-com. Um, I, I did feel like they lacked chemistry, and it's very hard for me to get around Ellen's <laughs> misgivings. Yeah. <laughs> that torturous woman. I, I, to me, I kind of look at her as sort of like a scheming matchmaker Santa <laughs> that you yes. see in Christmas <laughs> either way i don't want her in my home she knows you know she knows like santa knows sure he knows i guess so yeah and so there you go she's like an angel it it could be she could be a guardian angel okay so Uh, is this book going to be a part of a series like can i read the next (laughs) her next set of matches yeah yeah i i wish it was uh, but I'd probably give it a 3.25. I, I do wish they had better chemistry, but I think the writing's pretty fun. I wanted more kissing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we I'm got assuming, a lot for Hallmark movie. I, yeah, um, I'm assuming Hallmark movies don't really get into, like, yeah. the nitty gritty. It's, it, it's a fun one. I certainly had fun talking about it with you. And so let us know if you're listening what you think of, like, Cats and Dogs. Uh, would you want to be set up by Ellen? <laughs> No, never. Would you? No, 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 no. Would I want to hang out in a house with a hot guy and his cat? Yes. Would I want that to be actually set up by somebody? Yeah. No. Please never. Okay. I'm sure yeah. my live-in boyfriend would not appreciate me going on an intercourse vacation, but like... Let us know. What, what do I care? Think? It's just Listening. a dissertation, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> the chemistry of love. Uh, so let us know what you think of this one. We had a, so much fun. Uh, I had a great time talking with you about this. Uh, so thank you. And talking about Survivor. If you have any thoughts about Survivor, put in the comment section or on Twitter. Let's talk about it. Uh, and let's talk about this movie, Matt Elrod slash Wyatt Nash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, if you have any other suggestions of any anything else you'd like, uh Haley and i to talk about any other movies let us know yeah like hey. i'm all in like yeah. call me anytime i'm about yeah. a great time it again really fun and so how can people follow you your podcasts on twitter all that fun stuff um you can find if you like the sound of my voice and you'd like to continue listening to it uh you can catch me on the rob has podcast network i talk about uh top chef which is a genuinely good show and the bachelor which is a genuinely not good show um so it's a real tale of two cities there um again subscribe to the reality tv or half the feed you'll get both those podcasts um you can read my blog strongtakes.ca i talk about uh what i watch what i read in the month um you know now in quarantine what i've been making i'm a, i like food a lot and i like talking about food mm-hmm. uh, so i do all of that and you can find me on twitter and instagram at hstrong underscore great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on ron tomatoes i am going this weekend so it'll be last weekend when this airs i'm gonna go see the new version of valley girl at the drive-in so i'm super excited about that uh and so you have that review uh and lots of other fun stuff over on my content so check it out and uh, make sure you're following uh, the podcast over at Homer's Pod, Homer's Podcast, all of our social media, and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We appreciate that so, so, so much. Also, if you are listening, watching on uh, YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Uh, that means so much to us as well. We have our merch store, which has new masks, which are pretty amazing, designed by artist Jessica Miller. And we also have our Patreon group, which has so much fun talking about whatever you guys want to talk about. And we did our live movie watch this a uh, couple of weeks ago, which was so fun, and we're going to do it again. So lots of fun stuff over at Patreon page. Uh, all that is in the description section. So check it out. Thank you so much, Haley. This was so much fun. And we'll Thank talk you to you again. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> Bye, everyone.